At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everybody. Uh, we got a special episode this week. Um, as you may have heard if you've listened before, we sometimes uh, join our friend Mark Gillespie at Whiskey Cast. Uh, and we went ahead and did that again. Uh, he sent us out some nice samples of bourbon and, and a bunch of Glen Cairns. Uh, we returned the favor by making him delay it by two days and not bringing a microphone uh, where we were. We all have microphones, just none of us thought to bring it. So apologies to Mark and now you guys for the audio quality. Uh, but Mark, we really appreciate everything and uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. This is Off Track with Inch and Rossi. No, your eyes do not deceive you. We are live. It is Sunday night as opposed to our usual Friday night happy hour live webcasts. Good evening, everyone. I'm Mark Gillespie in the Whiskey Cast studio in New Jersey. And uh, we are not the official post-race show for the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum, nor are we the official halftime show for the Winter Olympics or next weekend's Super Bowl. But we're going to have a little bit of fun for a little while or so tasting whiskeys with the uh, the guys from Ask Off, Tra- Off Track with Inch and Rossi. Um, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, let's introduce everybody. First of all, on your left, James Hinchcliffe, Tim Durham, their guest, Marco Andretti, and Alexander Rossi. Guys, I know that uh, at least two of you had a really hellacious weekend last weekend in Daytona. Everybody recovered? For different reasons, yeah. Alex, uh, <laughs> Alex, I think got more sleep even than I did, but no. I we, don't think that's true. No, well, yeah, that's true. You should have. I worked more than you did. Let's put it that way. You certainly did work more than I did. That is <laughs> true. Yeah, but neither of you won. Well, well <laughs> I didn't I mean, lose. I don't think he could get beat. I don't think that's, he could. Okay, that's fair. Well, yeah, he could. He could get fired. <laughs> he, could get fired. <laughs> and he didn't get fired. I, I will. I got to give Hinch major props because the longest Why? I've ever done a stand on air was six hours. <laughs> And to do 17 out of 24 is really well done. Uh, you guys, I was watching from here, and you did a great job, Hinch, along with the entire NBC crew. Thank you so much. Yeah, much better job than Alex, but yes. Yeah, yeah appreciate yeah, that. That was the main takeaway. Right, everybody I had. think so. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't compliment Alex's performance. <laughs> no, so yes, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Well, no, Alex came in second. Alex's team came in second overall, right His behind Elio. Yep, sure did. <laughs> yeah, well, but I think I think the amazing part was it was an accurate one-two. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, up, up until last year, that was a that was a big kind of missing, missing uh, tick on on the, the resume for the accurate DPI program, and and to be with Team Penske for the period of time that they did, and 
to always have the performance and speed and to have two IMSA championships, but never, never really like an endurance win. Um, to get it last year with Wayne Taylor Racing was was amazing, but then to come back and defend that this year with a one-two with Wayne Taylor and and Meyer Shank was was surprising, honestly. Um, but it was it was an amazing thing to be a part of. It. We have people already joining in the uh, chat area. If you want to put a comment or a question in, feel free to go ahead and do that. If you're watching us on Twitter or on, I'm sorry, on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, we can't read Twitter comments yet and we can't read them on Twitch, but uh, we can read them otherwise. We've got to give a special shout out to Graham Frazier, who's watching from Scotland tonight, where it's one in the morning already. And I knew this was going to be late, but uh, figured we'd go ahead and do it anyway. So uh, thank you for staying up late to watch, Graham. So, Marco, tell us about uh, your last experience on the track this year. It was in uh, SRX last summer. That was fun to watch. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, it was very um, – I didn't know what to expect with the series, and I kind of kept an open mind about it, and uh, I ended up really enjoying myself. I didn't think I would have that much fun in a stock car, but um, I ended up really enjoying it, and, uh, you know, you might see me back this year. So, looking forward to it. I know you can't announce anything yet, but after winning one out of the uh, six weeks, uh, might we see you back, hopefully? You know what's funny is, like, I was more proud of my heat win at Eldora on the dirt yeah. <laughs> than, than my that was uh, awesome. actual feature win. So I'm looking forward to the dirt races, yeah, if we end up doing that. So that'd be cool. But we're, we're looking at uh, – that's my plan as of now. I've been arguing on Twitter ever since last summer that SRX needs to do the dirt oval at Indy at the Speedway. That's and really I think that would be an absolute hoot. Small. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be a little too small for, for those cars. But I think as small as you can go is probably Slinger, the one we ended up winning. Well, That's we just proved tonight in NASCAR, if you can put 24 stock cars on the L.A. Coliseum. Well, there's that. Well, was that a good race? <laughs> well, half the cars. And should just you? because I, I just woke up, was it a good race? No, no, it, was not. no it, was not. it wasn't. <laughs> but put half the cars out there; it might be fun. At least Ice Cube looked very bored. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's something else altogether. Uh, Tim, I see you've decided to not join us with a bathrobe tonight. All right, it was it was touch and go there. I went with Vacation okay. Santa instead. It's uh. My aunt got me this shirt. I love it. Certainly, I wish he'd worn the robe. So, <laughs> so we've been on vacation now with Tim. This is the, the third day. And every morning he's come out with something Christmas related, yeah. whether it was <laughs> red bathroom pajamas, his yeah. Christmas card outfit, whether yeah. it was something that his Christmas underwear. Yeah. Um, Everyone. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just really, it's really great to spend so much quality time with him in person. Mark, the important thing to remember is that I'm delightful. Um, and I just want to make sure these guys remember it. Well, you, you got an explanation for this. <laughs> I mean, I'm more dressed than Alex in that picture. <laughs> Why am I the one getting crap for this? Your hair. That's yeah, that's horrendous. That's fair. General. Yeah. No, I get it. Although, Tim, you, you should be. Well, I, I do have props for tonight. I have the, uh, the Tim Durham official flask. <laughs> I was going to say, Mark. I feel like uh, I feel like Tim's left a, uh, a lasting impression on whiskey, in the sense that I noticed the samples that you sent now are, are <laughs> considerably smaller than in the past. 
which was a very wise move. More than enough for Alex Marco and I to taste. Not quite up to, to Tim's level of drinking I, okay. on this podcast. So I didn't, he would send the samples, and we did this all separate. So I would just pour the whole sample in. We didn't do it separate. You were in a different room in okay, my house. The first time we were all in different good places. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I didn't realize. Honestly, honestly, I wish we were separate right now. I didn't realize that we weren't drinking the whole thing. So then when I would see you guys afterwards, and I went, why am I the only one hammered? <laughs> I didn't get it. It's a good thing we didn't on the internet. <laughs> yeah. And the curling comments were already coming in about uh, Tim's <laughs> stated desire or mythical belief that he could actually be an Olympic level curler. He'd be that hard in three months or less, Mark. In three months or less. I mean, just look at his aesthetic. <laughs> this is winter chic. This is great. Winter. Got palm trees on. <laughs> yeah, but it's Santa. I digress. <laughs> And uh, Ben McDonald wants to know if Tim has any expert analysis on the Olympic curling. Could do it in three months. I stand I, by that statement. Just hate you so much. I think. You when could... are you going to get him on the ice, guys? I, I want to see this. Dude, yeah. Honestly, there's some ice outside. <laughs> we don't have any curling rocks, though. Mm. Tim would fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ready to taste some whiskeys? Let's do it. Let's try it. Okay, so sample number one. And I did not tell you guys what these were beforehand. But there's a theme to the first three of these, or at least there's something that connects the three of them. And I'll leave it to you because Alex always asks why I picked what I did. So I'm telling you that there's a connection between the three of them, first of all. all right. So this time I can do the whole thing, right? Yes. That's not mine. So the first one is from Heaven's Door. It is the Heaven's Door Red Breast Master Blenders Edition Bourbon. Okay. So it's uh, Heaven's Door Bourbon. Finished in red breast Irish whiskey casks. All right. I've got a. Uh, it's not wine, bro. You don't have to like. I have an ice cube in mine. Full around. disclosure. <laughs> it's fine. Viewers, don't hate me. I have a half an ice cube in mine. Okay. Drink it how you like it. Oh, that's nice. So you can taste the Irish whiskey finish in it for sure. I think. Yeah, that's got, uh, that's actually got a better flavor than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, the bourbon still dominates, but you can taste a little bit of the uh, Irish pot still. Yeah. So, yeah, I wish I can describe it. I just know I like it. So, so Mark, <laughs> can you can you explain something to me? So, Kentucky bourbon, right, has to be a new white French oak barrels, correct? Right. Everybody knows that. So, yeah, just everybody, yeah, everybody. it's French oak or just oak? Just Amer It says technically oak barrel, so it can be French oak. oak. It can be American oak. There's, that's the myth. That's a misconception that people think that it has to be American oak, but the law just says oak, new charred oak casks. Understood. So then, Irish whiskey, is there the same kind of rules and regulation no. for it? No. So it, it, it's a free for all. It could be finished in something that's two decades old. It could be. It could be. They can do things in uh, different types of woods. They can primarily do oak. But they can finish in different kinds of woods. You don't finish, you don't try to mature in other types of woods because they're too porous and yeah. the whiskey will leak out because right. the wood just uh, won't hold liquids really well. But oak, white oak does, which is why it's the most commonly used wood for whiskey. So then the, the flavor of Irish whiskey is coming from the age of the wood, not necessarily the, the difference in wood. Correct. Well, it's coming from the difference in the barley that goes into it because pot still whiskey from Ireland is made with a combination of malted and unmalted barley. So you tend to get more baking spices. You get, uh, it tends, the unmalted barley tends to be a little spicier. Right. 
So that's where you get the spices out of that. Uh, the wood they're using essentially, they're using old bourbon barrels for most of the whiskey that they're producing. Yep, interesting. And a combination of whisk of ex bourbon and sherry casks primarily. Right on. No, it's very good. I like it. Very yeah, good. Honestly, yeah. Very good. You definitely get that spice. Yeah. Smells like it. Almost like scotchy on the nose. Are though. you against Chasers? This is Klaus Haller. This is one yeah. of Alex and I's sponsors. Of course. It doesn't even taste alcohol. It's oh, 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 this is bad. From John Wojnar, Hinch has half an ice cube. So did The Clash. <laughs> <laughs> That, I mean, yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's Marco with the, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, somebody, somebody going by the name of the late great Dick Trickle. Why are there two Marco Andretti's? <laughs> oh, man. Was it, he was the one that would smoke in the car? I don't dress like this, though. No, no. Come on. Was it, no, you don't have that much fashion sense. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gary Pettenhausen was the one with the famous, uh, fuel line out of the helmet to a cigarette while sitting in the car. Yeah. Let's go to number two. This is one I have to give you guys credit for. Okay. Because last year when you were on the show, you told me about Redwood Empire. Yes. Yeah. And I had not, I was not familiar with them until you guys mentioned it. So I sought them out. Oh, wonderful. And learned more about it. And did, we did a podcast with them last fall. Okay. And uh, I picked their Lost Monarch. Yeah, I was going to say blend. Okay, wonderful. Which is uh, a blend of straight whiskeys. It's some of their distillate stuff that they've gotten from uh, Kentucky and Indiana, I believe. Um, I suspect it's mostly Indiana. But it's their blend of whiskeys from what and what they're doing with some of their young distillate as well. So this is one I got to thank you guys for because I would not have heard about them otherwise. Yeah. Is it an MPP product or no? They don't no, it's, specifically. You might know more, Mark. No, it's some of their distillate, some of their younger whiskey mixed with MGP. It's a okay. blend. Yep. And is this what you found out in California? With no, this Evan? one I actually found uh, in Ontario, but okay. it's a California, California establishment creation. Creation. Yeah. Um, but again, it's it's kind of coming from this world of of not blended blended whiskey was sort of you know taboo for yeah, a minute, right? For and sure. obviously, it's it's become a lot more prevalent and. Uh, Ran into this one. Um, I forget exactly which one it was from Redwood that I tried, but I uh, was really impressed. I mean, it was a mix of several different ones, different years, from different yeah. places, and uh, and really enjoyed it. So glad glad you found it as well, and, and glad you're enjoying it. Do you know who else? Yeah, mixes whiskeys a lot. Canadians. It's true. They do. Yeah, like Drake's whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Which uh, is MGP. Oh, is it? Yeah, Drake's whiskey is MGP. All right, and go. then who's the hockey player? Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky? Gretzky's who's, who's the hockey player? MVP. MVP is like a uh it's like a conglomerate of yeah, they just they they they, 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 they produce and store a lot of whiskey. Okay. And then other yeah, distilleries can buy it from them at different yeah, ages. Right. They're sort of like the Dolara of uh, whiskeys. <laughs> Manufactured. Nicely yeah. put. Uh, the Thank yeah, you. the race Harlan's helps. Again, oh. Mark, this is this is very good. So this is one, like I said, I give you guys the credit for teaching me about this one because I was not aware of these guys until you put me put them on my radar. So thank you for doing this. Have you figured out the uh, the theme I'm talking about here right now yet? Is it spice? No. Blended? No. You're overthinking it then. 
spicier than that. It's I don't know how to describe this. It's so good. It's it's between the whiskeys. It's not uh, the taste of the whiskeys. Okay, it's collaboration. Uh, The first one was a blend between Redbreast and Heaven's Door. This is a blend between California and Indiana bourbons. And our next one is another collaboration between George Dickel in Tennessee and Leopold Brothers in Denver. Their collaboration rye, where they okay. took some of their rye whiskeys and blended them together. The Dickel rye comes out of a unique uh, three chamber still that uh, you would have to have an IndyCar engineering degree to be able to figure it out how it works. I can't, I've looked at the diagrams and I still can't figure it out. No, uh, so Dalton could explain to us. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Our resident engineer. Yes. Yeah, this the the redwood the redwood is good. It's it's got a little bit of that almost almost kind of a scotchy flavor to it. <laughs> so let me get my glass of that one. I'm curious. Go, go ahead and share me. Tell me what you think of this one. Yeah, it's great. Well, definitely. There's a lot of other Dickel products that we enjoy. I'm just okay. We're not. Nobody's addressing how ridiculous of a name that is. No. It's okay. a name. Just Tim's a pretty ridiculous name. You don't hear us criticizing you. First of all, yes, I do. You criticize me about everything. Actually, pretty regularly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. is much more of a silly name than Tim. Only in English. So, okay, Mark, repeat. What is this? A combination of Dickel and who? And Leopold Brothers Rye in Denver. Todd Leopold and his brother own a distillery in Denver. They make their rye whiskey using this uh, unique three-chamber still design. Does the three chambers still design equal scotch? No. No, you're thinking triple distilled or double no, distilled. No, I know. I'm just tasting it. I taste scotch. I taste a lot of scotch in that. I do. It, it takes a lot of the uh, it takes a lot of the spice out, but you've got the uh, spiciness from the dickel that's mixed in there. But uh, basically, it works sort of like a column still, except that it's going through three different. The spirit goes through three different stages yeah. as it's I being know. distilled. Aiden, Aiden Tapler has got an interesting one here. Suggestion, Marco, that uh, you should do a barrel-aged whiskey with uh, Andretti wine casks you from your grandfather's vineyard. Yeah, that's actually. I mean, I'm in. Idea. He's not a he's not a big bourbon guy, but we can we can change that. We can float yeah. the idea. Yeah. 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 All we need to do is get everybody our hands has, on a couple uh, couple barrels from him. Yeah, everybody everybody has their faults, you know. <laughs> We have a question for you from Kevin DeVries, Hinch. He wants to know what your go-to Canadian product is when you're in the Big Smoke or the Muskokas. And Kevin's in Ontario, so. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean. What the hell? Look at Kevin's profile picture. Yes, that's exactly what everybody should be. I actually love that. I like uh, (laughs) Kevin, thank you for your profile picture as much as your question. I mean, normally, if uh, if we're up in Muskoka, we're we're probably drinking something a little lighter than this. Usually, we're on some kind of local craft beer of some kind. But I've also had I've also had really good luck uh, tracking down Weller in Ontario. Um, they get about it seems like they get two shipments a year, and James gets one I, of them. I, I, <laughs> I get on the uh, the LCBO, which is you know the the controlling board of liquor in Ontario for uh, their app. And it tells you kind of what's available in which stores. And I know roughly what time of year it comes in. So once a week in those times of year, I'll jump on and see if there's any in stock and then send out friends and family to hit all the LCBOs to uh, to stock us up for the next six months. And so the cottage up there has got a, a nice little uh, 
a nice little bunker full of, of Weller uh, Special Reserve and uh, an Antique 107 for the colder nights when we're up there in the winter. And That's just nice. like, out of, like, where exactly is this cabin and where is it stored? <laughs> I tried. Nice try, Tim. <laughs> Donner Pass Whiskey has a comment. They want to know if they're at your house, Alex. Andrew, they said you both live in the same town and those pie trees out the window look like my house. We're uh, not far from the Oddly Donner enough, Pass. That's, yeah. uh, that's a very good observation. Um, we are at Tim's aunt and uncle's home um, that they were kind enough to let us use kind of to, to come and have a ski weekend. But yes, I grew up about 25 minutes from here. So very close to, to home, very close to Donner Pass and beautiful trees and nature and weather and everything so we're really happy to be here we have a challenge from doctor who with a bunch of numbers say dick trickle drinks dickle three times fast <laughs> you know tim tim was saying to me how much he wanted to say that name so again go ahead right. go ahead tim i should have done this before we drank dick no can't even do it once <laughs> dick trickle drinks dickle three times fast dick trickle drinks dickle drink Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a Doctor Who has quite the tongue twister you have created. Yes, as, as Dick Trickle himself points out, the weirdest tongue twister he's ever seen. Wow. <sighs> <sighs> and Dick says he is disappointed in you, Tim. Aren't Join the club, yeah. Mr. Trick. Welcome to our Join the club. Any other thoughts on this collaboration between Dickel and Leopold Brothers? I don't like it. Yeah, well, it, it's interesting <laughs> that it's kind of got more of that peaty flavor. Yeah. And it's it's it is sort of leaning. I feel like we're almost the three we've had have kind of gone that direction. I, I taste a little more of the peat, and the second mm. one is still good. Is peaty scotchy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, the last one I have sort of I have to back them up on that, which yeah. is the first time Mark will back me on anything. <laughs> so you know it must be true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the. The fourth whiskey is not a collaboration. And since we're asking that question about what James has Canadian style, we have picked a Crown Royal. Oh, wonderful. And since this is, I don't know, if, are they still sponsoring you this year, Alex? Or do you know yet? They probably drop them. I, well, it was you and I that had oh, them, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. We usually Crown Royal um, support of it, supported us for the month of May because at the Speedway they have um, their Wall of Heroes for Memorial Day weekend and, and everything that Crown Royal does to support our troops. Um, whether or not they're coming back this year is to be determined, but they've been a great partner and love their products. So let's get to it. Well, this is the Canadian Whiskey of the Year. As honored oh. in the Canadian Whiskey Awards a couple of weeks ago the Crown Royal Noble Collection Winter Wheat Edition. And this is done from 51% uh, wheat. Yeah, yeah, we love wheat. Big wheat, big wheat, guys. Uh, it's crazy that the Gretzky didn't win that. I know <laughs> why. I think he could pull some strings. That is, that is really, really good. good. Very wow. Good. Man, Mark, I mean, you could have sent a big sample on number four, but. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a rad dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, well, we might be able to arrange something along those lines because uh, I want you to get you guys to talk about the uh, Indianapolis Bourbon Society for a minute. Your I mean, bourbon I club. Yeah. Well, James, take it away. Oh, good. Um, well, uh, we formed IBS uh, 
How long ago? Three, four years? Four years. Yeah. Four years ago. And it was uh, a group of us in Indianapolis who uh, some of us were kind of experienced bourbon drinkers. Some of us were bourbon novices. And me, you were not involved. Wait, he's, no, I was, I was, no, I'm saying okay. some oh, were professionals. Right. Some yes. Were me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> If the if you guys had let him in, then I mean I was gonna be furious. Oh yeah, oh, no, he's a founding member. No, he, he'll, he'll be in. Don't worry. So uh, we started off with again, and, and Alex and I count ourselves. We were kind of the neophytes in the group, and um, we did a a monthly gathering in Indianapolis, where the members would all bring a a bottle of bourbon in a brown bag covered, and we would do a blind tasting. And it was sort of a, a way for us, uh, us all to expand our horizons a little bit, try, you know, a bunch of different stuff in a, in a all, short period of time. All the bottles were under 50 bucks. Yeah, it, yeah, it started as, you know, bottles had to be under $50. And then that's changed. Well, once we got through a certain amount, you only have so many options, right? So then you'd start doing themed ones. So whether it was, you know, a Canadian whiskey or we would do um, from a, a specific distillery, you know, it had to be a Buffalo Trace product or something like that. And we kind of start mixing it up a little bit more. So it's been a it's been a fun uh, yeah it's been a fun experience the last sort of four years getting together and one of the one of the, the rules of it was we would have a different person host every month and the host got to keep all the bottles at the end of the night and so we all sort of got to expand our collections a little bit early on <laughs> which was nice we've now kind of grown out of that and uh, we now we do enough collecting on our own that we don't really need those right ones, so we so. basically just bring bottles that we want to share with everyone and. And have pizza and watch a game or a fight or whatever. And enjoy yeah, the evening, so. it's been a, it's been it's a, really cool. a very educational process for yeah. us. Yeah, you 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 certainly learn. I think it's it's kind of like traveling the world. You know, everything gets much smaller because you learn what you like, and then the majority of things you don't like ultimately, right? right? And then you can narrow it down to three to five products that you know that you're kind of looking for and you want to drink. And I have a question: What is it about Buffalo Trace for me? Like, what do I like about that? And everything, yeah. No, I mean, we're the yes, same. Yeah, no, but in every everything they have, well, like, what's, what's all my like? What's favorite. so cool about them is like the mash bill for Buffalo Trace, for Blanton's, for Eagle Rare. A lot of their products is all actually the exact same recipe. It's just aged different, different barrels and, and longer different, or time different different times, different same time barrels, different places in the rickout. Yeah, so different temp. Yeah, well, can yeah. be yeah. Um, but we're with you. I mean, if you had to put a gun to our head and say one one distillery. That's it. Um, everything about everything. Well, it comes out product. of well, well, it comes out of there. Different, different recipes. And I would name my dog after Weller. <laughs> <laughs> he makes that joke because I did, in fact, name my dog Weller. But yes. <laughs> and well, Tim named his dog after Pappy too, right? I'm yeah, sure, he did. sure did. No, absolutely. I absolutely didn't. He you sure did, dude. I love Pappy so much. Pappy's his name beautiful. is Teddy. That's his middle name. He goes by his middle Tedward name. Edward Scissorhands on his birth certificate. Tedrin James. Happy or Tedwardo Saverin, the founder of Facebook. We have a comment from Jamie Carr. If Crown is a sponsor, you need a helmet bag like the bottle bag. Can they make one of these big enough? Or a fire suit in Crown Royal Purple? Good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Bell Helmets. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new partnership for me this year, and see what they can do. It's about time. I'm 26 years in. You're, well, you're welcome. Yeah. So there's uh, actually it was actually it's actually a mechanic that works at Andretti Autosport. Who I've known for, I mean, 15 years probably. Big, big Crown Royal drinker, and he collected enough of the the purple bags to get a 
like jack like a blazer made out of the bags. <laughs> who is this? Awesome. So who is Casey? Is that Casey? Oh, I know Casey. Yeah. So Casey has yeah, like I said, big fan. It's like big my, fan of food. Big yeah, and it's that's kind of it's kind of thing I would expect you to do. Almost, I feel like we should borrow that jacket for the next time we're on this podcast because it'd yeah. be appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Well. I actually met a guy several years ago in Cornwall, Ontario, at the uh, Wonderful World of Whiskey show who had the entire suit made out of Crown Royal. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that and those pants would feel great. That's a, <laughs> it's a beautiful material they use there. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> And well, Doctor Who is saying, imagine if the Indianapolis Bourbon Society and the Irritable Bowel Syndrome folks had conferences at the same hotel in India at the same time. I can tell you whose would be more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny? Kenny? I don't know. That was, uh, that was the ideas guy's party. Uh, <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jason Hatfield has a question for you, Hinch. What's your favorite behind bourbon behind the bar at Root & Bone? It's uh, his favorite restaurant in town, by the way. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for that. And, uh, yeah, we... Uh, I've, I've, I've tried to uh, to lean on the guys at Rune Bone to make sure we have a, a good whiskey collection behind the bar there. Again, for me, it's still, you know, anything that comes out of BT is what I'm going to default to when I'm there. So uh, I sometimes, you know, I, I actually have them keep a bottle or two behind the bar underneath stashed away for me and certain people. Oh, really? Come. You've never told so me Jason, about that? Yeah, you, yeah, you're welcome to that one. Uh, just say James said it's okay. Interesting, James. Uh, they they won't even charge you. Say it's on James's. Tab. Yeah, I mean the bottle is paid for already. So, <laughs> well, that's cool. Tell us about Root and Bone. That's the restaurant that you're involved with in, in Indianapolis, right? Correct. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a fun little project. You know, we we opened in January 2020. Not the best time to yeah, uh, to start a restaurant. Process. Uh, we're, we're killing it for about two months and then obviously COVID hit and shut everything down, but incredible credit to, uh, to all the staff there and, and the, the community that kind of in Indianapolis around us, um, we switched to, to carry out like everybody else, uh, and the, and the restaurant's doing very well. It's, um, kind of gourmet, uh, Southern comfort food. Um, chef Jeff and Janine Booth, uh, were both on MasterChef. Uh, they have restaurants in Manhattan, down in Miami and South beach, and uh, this was a, a concept and a, and a menu that they created, and it's been it's been a lot of fun to be a part of, and it's been a blast, and people seem to enjoy it. So, yeah, it's kind of a kind of a fun little thing. And Mark, James just made three hundred dollars for talking about. Yeah, it. I was gonna say, Mark, <laughs> if, if you want to let James know where to send the check for yeah. that, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the supplements from last year. 
charge of the Sims. No, they know why. They, they would never allow me to have an open tab there. <laughs> I have to pay because it doesn't the food exist. Shows up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Jason says he's going to ask for that under the bar bottle. And uh, Dick Trickle wants to know: Have we been keeping track of Thim's intake? Yes, we have. He hasn't had any more than anybody else has, right? Oh, so Mark finished. literally just admit admitted that. He reduced our sample sizes because of you. Yes. I mean, that's not what I heard. No, those were the only bottles they had because we cleaned out a bunch of glass no, and sent no. it to recycling. Okay. Because every <laughs> honestly, so here's the thing. So we had we had our first uh, event in Nashville, the car event in Nashville. Amazing experience. Yeah, great, great time. Um, a, a lot of fun for everyone there. And, and Off Track had a live podcast on um, what what's the street called? Broadway. Broadway. Broadway, but like it's called Honky Tonk in the honky tonk and um, you know, those are all bars. And so James and I were there and obviously we were racing and competing. So we were drinking our diet Cokes and water and, and people were sending Tim a lot of shots a and, lot of and shots. Tim, you know, has, has no self-control as we've kind of already established. And, yeah. and by the end of it, um, you know, he's supposed to be our host slash producer slash kind of manager Damn. of this show. And, and he didn't, <laughs> He didn't contribute anything. If if anything, well, it was, was a detriment. To it was, the show. was a there detriment was some, to the show. Was yeah. some gurgling sounds. I, think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's just this isn't the first time that someone's had to, you know, cut him off on, <laughs> on a live podcast of sorts. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah, we wouldn't cut Tim <laughs> off. It's more fun when he's drunk. So where have you guys? Uh, what distilleries did you guys hit since we last talked? None. I mean, because we haven't. James is. Well, know. no, just honestly, with 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 COVID, you know, uh, we. We had a couple that we were planning on being involved in to get another barrel for the foundation that uh, that we work with, uh, but at the time they were kind of doing this is I mean this is a little bit selfish. They were for any kind of barrel selects. They were sending you samples to have at home, and then you would say which barrel you'd like, whatever, whatever. We really loved the experience of going, so we were kind of holding out until uh, until we had the opportunity to go back. And uh, we're actually yeah we got we got a couple that we're trying to line up for this summer, but nothing confirmed yet. So hopefully we'll we'll be able to get back down there and do that again. Do you have any recommendations? I think I would love to go to Woodford just because not necessarily their pro I mean their product is what it is, right? Um, but just the the property, you know, and you've got mm. the horses and you have everything that relates to that. The property that I really want to see is uh the journeyman distillery in Michigan. Um do they have horses? I don't know if they have horses. Well then it's not as good as Woodford. I, I enjoy their product. I really enjoy. I really yeah, but, enjoy. The but, but like, um, are there? It's beautiful. It's beautiful house. Is, there, there, is, there, is there an equestrian experience? There's unicorns. So no, there's not. You don't know that. You've been. Fun thing about the uh, the Journeyman Distillery is it's the old building it's in used to be both at one time or another a corset factory and a buggy whip factory. There you go. I've never been to. So. It. Yeah, they were holding a party every year called the Whips and Corsets Party, just because they could. All right, Fair so enough. so Mark, we just point out, Marco and I have never been to a distillery. So if we had to go to one for our first one, which one should we hit oh, up? Just, the only oh, one well, and I are not at. at that <laughs> I know you guys don't like Marco, but we don't have to talk about it on this. It's right well, here. I think if Marco likes Buffalo Trace that much, then you should go there first. That's... That's logical. That's a great one. You should pick the distillery, the, the whiskeys you like the most. You should go visit that one because it's going to have more of an emotional attachment. Mark, what's one of your favorite on the trail? Oh, boy. I am really impressed with Jephthah Creed just outside of Louisville on uh, I-64 in Shelbyville. Okay. 
Okay. There's a bunch of new ones that have opened up new visitors experiences. Uh, Four Roses just opened a brand new visitor center that I have not seen yet. Uh, same with Heaven Hill in Bardstown. Yep. There's three or four that have opened up. Uh, then Jim Beam just opened its new American Steel House just off of I-65, they upgraded. They were down for 10 months last year while they upgraded the whole thing. So I've not been there yet. So it's something I really can't say. The one I want to go back to that I'm thinking I'm going to be going to next month, I think, is uh, Castle and Key, which is just down the road from Woodford. It's okay. the uh, old, old Taylor distillery. Oh, no way. Okay, cool. That they've restored that uh, basically they took... Uh, a few C-130 tanker flights full of Roundup in there and killed all the vegetation and then rebuilt the distillery. Wow. That's one way to do it. <laughs> well, because literally it had been closed since the 1970s and it was all overgrown. It right. was literally, I was there 10 years ago and it was a jungle around the place. So why did you go 10 years ago? Just to see the site? Just to see the site because it was an old abandoned distillery. And... It was just just to see the beauty of the thing because it's there's beauty and decay in a lot of ways. Um, if you look at it uh, as a photographer, that's w what I wanted to go see. But uh, so they've. I'm oh, sorry. All right, that's a little harsh. That's... <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> well, because when they closed it, they basically left everything the way it was. Right. When they shut it down, they didn't take anything out. So you have the uh, the old mill wheels and the old rusted equipment and things like that. And uh, the windows are not even boarded up, things like that. So it was just kind of interesting to see. Yeah, that'd be a cool experience. That's sort of like when we go to uh, to Mid-Ohio, they... Uh, not, the old boys' prison? Yeah, well, yeah, not too far from the racetrack is where... Mansfield? Yeah, the, the prison where they shot Shawshank Redemption. And, you know, it functions as a kind of tourist attraction. It's not abandoned in the same way, but... You walk through it, and it's it looks looks like it's been falling pretty good into disrepair. Yeah, we're getting some recommendations also um, for visits. So Wilderness Trail would be a really good one to go to, according to Aiden, and uh, they make some very good whiskey too. Uh, the guys that own Wilderness Trail are actually fermentation scientists who uh, consult for other distilleries, and they decided to open their own just to test some of their own ideas out. Oh, cool! So they make some cool stuff. And uh, Aiden also suggests that definitely you should go to Buffalo Trace, Marco. I love that. <laughs> no, that's and on my list for sure. And they have a haunted trail, a haunted tour they do in the evenings. Oh, yeah, I know cool. that. I know that. Have you been to Buffalo Trace? I've been to Buffalo Trace. I've not done the haunted tour. Be fun. That'd be really Probably fun. fall. No, they're all all year long. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm not done. I have a ton of family in Kentucky. I don't know why I've never. Like gone and done the. Trails. I don't want to bring you to a place that serves alcohol. Mm. <laughs> you get barred from us. <laughs> no, my, so, my family likes me. I'm like you, asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, any favorites among the four whiskeys we tasted, guys? Number four for me. Yeah, the weed is two for I me. I think I like number one. Almost two. Redwood Empire. Yeah, yeah, I like two. Redwood Empire. One and two. I'm a sucker for weeded. So I was. I, I'm very. I mean, four. But I loved one. I thought one was fantastic. Yeah, yeah I think one, one was two. my favorite. Great. Well, we're going to let you get back to relaxing and enjoying your vacation time because we get back to what? Two or three weeks from today or two weeks from today do we start up with uh, IndyCar? Three. Yeah, three. Three. Three, three yeah. weeks from today is St. Pete. Correct. Yeah. 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 
Very excited to get the season started. Alex, more than anyone, probably. Yeah. No, 100%. Full time. <laughs> Thank you. And Hinch, you're going to be in the broadcast booth all season long for NBC, and we can't wait to see this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, obviously, it's uh, it's an incredible group of people that uh, that worked out that program for uh, for IndyCar and Lee and Townsend and myself up in the booth. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got a little bit of a preview of it in Daytona, obviously with the uh, the IMSA guys as well. And uh, yeah, very excited for the season. Yeah, with St. Pete coming up, you got another 17 hours to do. Oh my God! It is the <laughs> longest race. That's not in deep for some reason. I don't mm -hmm. know why that race always feels like it takes forever from well, inside the car. But Nashville beat it. Well, yeah, we had a couple stoppages there because we were all driving. Well, there was, no, there was like one or two green flag laps. I think so. Yeah, I remember one or two. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you for doing this and taking time out of your vacation to uh, join us tonight. Uh, stay safe. Don't fall off the skis. Be careful out there, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Thank, thank you so much. much. Appreciate, we appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Uh, that's uh, our pals, James Hinchcliffe, Alexander Rossi, Tim Durham, and Marco Andretti. You can hear the podcast Off Track with Inch and Rossi wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we will be with you next Friday night, February 11th. Bill Samuels Jr. from Makers Mark, the Chairman Emeritus, will be my guest that night. So until we meet again, take care of yourselves, be good to each other, and we'll see you soon. Slotcha. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean fit. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.